Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Almost live from the trenches of New York City, here are your middle-aged warriors, Chris Cimino and Rick Summers. 71. Wow. Yeah, there's a number for you. I don't know what... That's one of those numbers that me, that I can't even I can't attach anything to 1971 or 71 or yeah really 71. I don't know it's um, it's yeah. it's not one of those lucky numbers that I would play if I ever played lotto or anything <laughs> no. it just it doesn't mean anything though to us it means show number 71 welcome to middle age warriors Chris Amino over there Rick Summers that's me over here and this is our 71st you know I wonder if there's anybody out there. Uh, well, probably besides my mom that has listened to all 70 podcasts. Yeah, really. Uh, but if you've listened to one, we're happy, please. Uh, yeah. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're happy. We're, we've cleared the 6,000. We're heading towards 7,000 downloads. So uh, keep, uh, keep listening and go back to the old shows as we always like to promote. So we're hitting, we're hitting our stride here. Um, as I look out my window here, we're hitting our stride in our fall colors, which is kind of nice. This is one of those times of year that I love and hate at the same time. I know you like, when we change the clocks and it gets darker earlier, that kind of a thing. But uh, the colors are just finally coming into their own. They're brilliant right now. And then it's so sad. They just kind of fall and they're gone. And you're looking at bark and sticks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of depressing to me. I don't know. Yeah, but, no, uh, I know what you mean. But uh, the colors have taken a while to get here yeah. this year. Yeah. And I'm not sure. If, is that climate? Is that global sure. warming? I'm, you know, yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's all that's all part of the trend because we, you know, we had, you know, warm weather and more importantly, when it comes to the leaves, if I may be a meteorologist for a few minutes also is that when the nights are warmer, because typically what happens in the fall and the way the colors are get developed, it's warm afternoons or at least mild afternoons, but very chilly nights. Right. And that that's what creates the basically the chlorophyll, which makes everything green they shut down. So that production shuts down and then the real color of the leaves becomes apparent, which could be yellow, orange, you know, all sorts of nice deep burgundy colors, things like that. But when you don't have that big range in temperature and the nights were staying so warm because of our climate change, uh, that's why everything's a little sluggish and takes a little bit longer. But, uh, you know, there'll be normal years, there'll be abnormal years, but the trend is certainly more obviously getting warmer as we all know. You guys, you posted some pictures, I think on Facebook a mm -hmm. few days ago. Did you did you drive up the Hudson Valley to take some pictures with uh, your dog? Or? We, we really weren't very far. We were actually uh, <laughs> still in, I think, northern Riverdale, maybe, in southern Yonkers, Wave right Hill? on the border there. Yeah. It wasn't Wave Hill. Uh, but then we also went up to, which I hadn't been, the Cloisters. Oh, uh, yeah. Tryon Park. And and, Fort Tryon, and it's that is beautiful up there. The views yeah. are amazing. You're up above the Hudson. And, you know, that was apparently where, uh, when, when good old George was fighting the war here <laughs> for us, uh, meaning Washington, that was yes. one of the that was one of the lookout <laughs> points uh, to to check on the British ships coming in. So it's kind of it's really a cool location in the in the northern end of Manhattan. Uh, a lot of people don't know about it, but yeah, it's, it's certainly if you're in this area and you're listening, it's it's worth a drive up. Beautiful park, beautiful grounds. They even have a little. It's not open now, but they have a restaurant during the warm weather season. You can eat outdoors. It's really very nice up there. So I, I like to utilize the fall if I can. To me, it's the most comfortable to walk around outside. You're not sweating yeah. your everything off, you know, after walking three blocks. So it's kind of refreshing. Uh, yeah, and I, I just I love the fact that the humidity 
is gone and now it's cool. I'd much rather be cool than hot. Well, you are cool, but a hot one out a few years ago for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we and, are middle warriors, you know. <laughs> and if you go to the cloisters, by the way, look for a sign that says George Washington slept here. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. He probably at least took a nap in between battles. I don't <laughs> he actually slept a full night. But uh, speaking of, you know, getting colder too, one of the things I know for me that tends to happen when the weather gets chillier, you start to feel more muscle aches and pains and things like that, which I think leads to our well, guest today. You need therapy. Yes, <laughs> not psychotherapy. Well, I need that too, but we're talking physical therapy. Physical PT. Now, this is your guy that we're going to be interviewing today, correct? Yes, it is. Uh, Zach Anthony, is, he's a wonderful, wonderful guy. Great physical therapist that I happen to find kind of by accident. Um, and I was kind of not enthusiastic about going in, but I've got to tell you, I've been working with him for a while and he's been incredibly helpful. Stupid things for middle-aged warriors, like having trouble getting off the toilet mm -hmm. because you don't have the, you know, the core strength to, to, to push off on your legs. So not that he's helping me get off the toilet, but not literally, but <laughs> <laughs> he's giving but, you, he's giving you the tools. To, uh, yes. Absolutely. Not the stools, but the tools to help you get off. <laughs> this conversation is really, it's going right down, you know where. Right so. down the toilet. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. let's get to, uh, let's get to Zach. First, let's get a message from our sponsor, Bet Online. NFL, NBA, NHL seasons are all in full swing. And now there's news of Deron Williams stepping into the ring and squaring off with Frank Gore. If you will, it's uh, the NFL and the NBA in the boxing ring. Lots of action going down on that. That's on December 18th. In the meantime, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all of your sport action out there. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code. That is B L E A V 50. 50. B L E A V 50. Believe 50 to receive your bonus. From, again, all the sports action, basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC rights to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. And here we go with Zach Anthony, who is a special guest today and a physical therapist, and you know I'm greatly in need of therapy so we just weren't <laughs> sure which kind of therapy i needed and chris feel free to jump in anytime you want and protect me or attack well, me that's too that's too easy a target you set yourself up but yeah we've actually had psychotherapists on the show but this is i believe our first physical therapist so welcome zach yes Hank. great to have you yeah great to be here thanks for uh, having me on guys i'm excited how do you like you know, being a physical therapist Good. I love it. Yeah, no, it's definitely something I wanted to do since I was like 17, 18. I got got right into uh, physical therapy school. And then I had some physical therapy when I was a kid, tore both my ACLs. So I knew what it was like, knew I wanted to help people and it sounded like a good plan. So I, I take it you were probably an athlete. Yep. Basketball. Yep. I played basketball. basketball you tore both ACLs. Wow. So you yeah. turned it into, hmm, let me see how you repair these things. Maybe you know, I want to be part of that. That's true. Yeah. Actually the second ACL, I was already in grad school 
So yeah. I didn't even go to physical therapy. I was my own physical therapist. So it worked out. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> that's pretty Save funny. Save a lot actually. of money that way. <laughs> yeah, I was my first ever patient. I worked out pretty well, I think. That's a, that's a good deal. You don't hear that happen often. <laughs> so did you have to have surgery to repair your ACL? Yep. Yeah, yeah. both times had surgery. It's not too bad of a recovery anymore. They've got it. They've got it down to a science. Those orthopedic doctors. It's usually a lot of physical therapy, but you, I, I still play basketball. I, I do everything I did before before I tore my ACL. So PT has come a long way. So is orthopedic surgery. Yeah, I was going to ask in terms of you know the industry. It sounds to me like it's probably something that's still it's always evolving. There's always something new to learn, new approaches, new ideas. How do you stay on top of all of that? Yeah, so actually there's podcasts that I listen to, just like your guys. That, uh, <laughs> I have a nice long commute from the city to Westchester, so it's that's a good way to get the new evidence. Mm-hmm. And also just, just surfing the web, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, social media is a way to get to get info on on the new evidence on physical therapy as well. That's something new in the last five years that that's really come on strong. Let me ask you this, who, I mean, is there a board that you have to report to? Um, I, I don't really know what the hierarchy is in physical therapy, um, yeah. how it works. So yeah, you have to get a license based on the state you're in. So okay. you have to take the boards so that you're, then you can become a certified physical therapist. But you can get licensed in a specific state. So you don't have to take another test to get licensed in a different state. You just got to pay some money. That's amazing <laughs> yeah. how that works, isn't it? Exactly. I've heard that before. Yeah. 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 Same thing exactly. with my social work degree, by the way, mm-hmm. whereas you get the degree and then you have to take sit for the state exam. Uh, they're not necessarily transferable across state lines. Like if I want, I'm licensed in New York, but if I wanted to go to New Jersey or I wanted to go to Connecticut, I would have to sit for their exam, I believe. Luckily, we don't have to do that, but we do have to do continuing education. You do. So need, yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 or 40 some odd hours every three years, which isn't oh, too bad. That's how I do, do that. Do that pretty easily. Now, in terms of uh, for you, let's get into it. I mean, you are not a middle-aged warrior. You're, you're like the first, <laughs> you're like a puppy on our show. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just got married, settling down. Oh, look there at you this. go. Oh, there there you go. <laughs> Wait, there's plenty to come. But yeah. uh, in terms of, of your clientele, is, is there uh, a demographic you see more of, more men than women or vice versa, age group? Uh, how has it been playing out for you? Not really. In my clinic, I've seen everywhere from a six-year-old to a 96-year-old and everywhere in between. Yeah, I see the weekend warriors. I see a patient that had surgery. I see older patients that just want to get, ha- get have an easier time standing up from a chair. Like I see, see everything. I see student athletes all over the board, which I love. There's different types of physical therapy. Like you can focus on just neurologic physical therapy, where you work with patients who had strokes, patients who had spinal cord injuries. There's pediatrics where you work in schools. There's um, other types of physical therapy, but the one I'm in is called outpatient orthopedic and see pretty much everything. What's the most challenging thing you think you've had to face in your years as a, as a PT professional? Um, I think buy-in in the beginning, right? So I know that physical therapy works, right? But someone that's in a ton of pain coming in to see me and I don't take away their pain in 20 mm-hmm. minutes and they're like, what the heck? I'm still in pain. What am I coming here for? And I have to tell them, this is what happens. Uh, you have to wait. 
four weeks until you start building up some neurologic response to help your muscles grow and a more scientific mumbo jumbo to try to, <laughs> to try to get you to buy in and, and then you'll see some pain relief, which is, you know, it's interesting part. when I was in therapy for psychology back in the, I guess it was the early nineties or the late eighties when you were, when you were a pup a real uh -huh. pup. I don't even yeah. know if you were born yet. Um, Cause don't make me do the math, but I remember being 27 and being in therapy. My therapist said to me, Hey, it took you 27 years to get this way. We're not going to fix it in three weeks. And I thought that that was really something that I took with me. And I guess physical therapy is no different. You know, it took you a while to break yourself. It's going to take us a little while to fix you. 100%. Yeah, I think often prob probably uh, the, the discouraging part for people is maybe even initially that the PT feels more painful than the injury. And it's it's probably hard to convince people, you know, no, no, this is, trust me, this will work. Do you have people yeah. bail on you or how, how does, you know, how do you do For sure. That? Yeah, sometimes. Well, it's, I hopefully I do my job well enough that I can explain to them that what to expect afterwards and yeah a lot of people don't know what doms is so it's delayed onset muscle soreness so that's if i did a bunch of bicep curls and then the next day i was super sore and it lasted for three days that's normal that's right. your that's how you grow muscle but some mm -hmm. people that come to physical therapy where you work on some muscles you have soreness for two three days and people are like oh what's right. this I was right. supposed to feel better after this, but that's just how <laughs> yeah. you build muscle. And there's other ways to help with pain too. Like we use modalities like heat and ice and a TENS unit and things like that to reduce pain. But sometimes you are going to be a little sore after PT for sure. How do you decide ice versus heat? Yeah, it's a huge topic. So <laughs> yeah. uh, um, I, I think that it depends on what you like, right? It's always the patient centric. Like, oh, if if ice makes you reduce pain, then why wouldn't I want you to be out of pain? So they, and they each have different properties. So like right. heat is good for relaxation of the muscle, promote blood flow to the area. Um, ice restricts blood flow. So as ice, as say you had an injury, you twisted your ankle and uh, a bunch of swelling was coming to the area and you had to run a mile the next day. We don't want all that swelling to get to your ankle, right? So you can function a little better the next day. So we put some ice on there, not as much inflammation, swelling gets to the ankle, and then you're not as stiff the next day. That's a good reason to use ice, for example. Right. right. In terms of uh, for you and, and your practice so far, what's been the most rewarding patient uh, where you, you've done physical therapy and you've seen such a tremendous gain and or improvement that you you almost went like wow this is this is great i love this is why i really love this job yeah I, that kind that, of moment. that's a really good question yeah so i have this one patient who had been seeing off and on for a couple of years right he he was so he was at middle age so he was a runner when he was growing up and he was really sad that he would run like for five minutes and his knees would kill him right mm -hmm. and he wanted to get back to running so we worked hard and he came religiously and very consistent, did his homework. And now he's running like five miles pain-free and he's great. He loves, he loves PT. He right. comes back to me for any ailment. And, and that's the rewarding process that I like to see. For sure. You know what? It's funny because that was a perfect segue into my next question, which was 
with the New York Marathon this past weekend, dealing with marathon injuries. I mean, I remember running the marathon once, and that's all you have to do is once, and then you're a marathoner, right? And I remember meeting with doctors afterwards, and they said, oh, it's like the worst thing you could possibly do. And uh, what are the injuries, especially for people like us in New York running on concrete or pavement are it's easier on if you're training out in Colorado on the dirt right yeah for sure it depends on what surface you're running on but it's a lot about it's every patient is so unique it's about what muscles you're using when you're running like if people are quad dominant quad dominant you'll probably also use your lower back so if you use your quad a lot you'll use your lower back a lot and usually people have knee pain and lower back pain see that a ton together. And that usually means you're not using your hip muscles. And then we really focus on those hip muscles, build them up and people realize, oh, those muscles are actually there. I can use those. Hmm. And then it gives you support when you're running and you don't get that knee pain and back pain. In. So it's really, it's really understanding the physiology because like you said, everybody runs a little different. Everybody walks a little different, often not really for the best <laughs> for, for, for your body. But I guess, you know, after a while, it's hard to change those habits. So you, what you do, I guess, is create a body that can work better running that style or walking that style, right? For sure. Yeah. I always say my evaluation of a patient is when I'm walking them back, I'm already analyzing your gait, analyzing how you walk. Um, I'm listening to you tell me when it hurts and I have you demonstrate that. And then I'm like, okay, that is why you walk like that. And we can help you fix that. And, and a lot of it is being like really in like conscious of the muscles you're using. So I tell this to all my patients is I want you to think about the muscle that you're using when you're doing this exercise, because it's practice makes perfect, right? I could, I didn't get my amazing jump shot by just out of the womb. It took a lot of practice to get my amazing basketball jump shot. Just you have like an amazing gonna... jump. <laughs> of course, <laughs> but no, it's it just like it takes practice to do a correct bridge, a, a right. very simple exercise like a bridge. You have to know what muscle you're targeting. And if you do something incorrectly, you need to be taught that, oh, that's incorrect. Try it this way and then feel that difference. You know, it's really interesting because uh, the first time I ever saw a physical therapist, they wanted to look at the bottom of my shoes. And I thought, why? Can you explain? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Bottom of the shoes will tell you how you walk, where that sole degenerates, what part of your foot you're hitting on the ground first. Are you a mid heel striker? Are you a toe striker? Are you, do you pronate? Do you supinate? Which means, do you, do you turn in on your foot or out That's on your personal foot you're questions you're asking. <laughs> yeah, really. Do you pronate or supinate? I don't yeah. know. No yeah, supinate yeah. for you. No, you can, you can tell a lot by just the smallest yeah. things. And, and it's all about the patient understanding. That's what it comes down to. It's, yeah. it's, it's all about, it's yeah. all about that. It's funny you should say that because I remember a few years ago looking at mainly it was on my dress shoes primarily, and I was looking at the heels and I noticed the back of the heel on one side on on each foot was worn more than than the heel was not wearing evenly. So clearly I was not putting pressure evenly. You know, a pronator or a supinator? I don't know which one that was. <laughs> I'm not sure you either. Gotta, you got to come to me to find out. That's right. There you, well, go. you know, one of the things of middle-aged warriors, and I know I, I feel this way, and I'm sure Rick does, and, and many of us, just in the sense of, uh, now, obviously not to put you out of business, but we wake up in the morning, lower back stiff, just that stiffness. 
Yeah. Uh, what's what's the best thing we can at least do at home quickly enough to sort of maybe make that a little bit easier in starting our day? So there's some stretches for sure. Like before you get up and walk around, a lot of people have like a quick five, 10 minute stretching routine for your lower back. There's a double knee to chest is one of the examples. I'm sure tons of people know that exercise and have YouTube to that exercise. But yeah. for me specifically, I think just basic exercise is so good for you. If you get up, walk, go for a little walk, go for a five, 10 minute stationary bike ride, do something small in the beginning of the day, just to get you going. That's going to help that stiffness for sure. You know what I wanted to ask you? How was uh, your business during the pandemic? Yeah, that was interesting. So we stayed open the whole time. We we never closed. So patients had surgery before the pandemic, right? Before everything shut down and they needed yeah. physical therapy. So we weren't seeing a ton of patients in the clinic, but there were patients who had knee replacements, had rotator cuff repairs like four weeks ago, three weeks ago that needed rehabilitation. So we stayed open the whole time and we were, we were seeing patients. Mm -hmm. Could you do anything virtually as well? To yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were doing some virtual stuff as well. Um, telehealth visits became, became very big and that actually opened some eyes just for our clinic in general. We actually still do some telehealth visits, even though our clinic is, is back to normal, but that's a good thing, especially for the future of physical therapy. I think, I think that's going to definitely be something that the pandemic helped uh, fast track for, uh, for physical therapy. Right. Our middle-aged warriors were looking for PT and they were here in the, the New York metropolitan area. How would they find you? So a lot of my referrals right now are through old patients, right? So I treat, I treat a patient well, and that's how I get a ton of my referrals, but also, mm -hmm. so the company I work for professional physical therapy is, is there's a bunch of clinics. So if you Google, Google is a good way to find um, a good physical therapy clinic near you. Um, Instagram, Facebook, social media, again, a good way to find physical therapy near you. But now it's all about the patient. The patient has so, there's so many physical therapy clinics. Do your research. Yeah. Make sure you're going to a good physical therapy clinic. I could, don't go to a physical therapy clinic where they stick you on a table, have you do a leg raise the first day, and then 10 weeks later, you're still doing a leg raise, then leaving. Don't do mm -hmm. those. There's there's other types of physical therapy out there. Find the one that works for you. So you have to do your homework a little bit and uh, I guess look at reviews and, and people's comments that they leave for, for various uh, PT areas. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah. go visit, go visit your clinic, go visit a yeah. clinic near you then and, and talk to a therapist. There's there's a lot of good therapists out there that uh, that would love to help you get better. You ever yeah. hear any horror stories? Oh, yeah. I've, I, that's <laughs> I have heard a few horror stories in different yeah. places from patients that have seen me afterwards, and I hate to hear them. But, but I think the physical therapy profession in general has definitely changed over the last five to ten years. Now we're we have doctorates, right, instead of masters or bachelors, and we can diagnose. Not a lot of people know about direct access, which you don't have to get a referral from a doctor to come to physical therapy. You could go tomorrow without a referral from a doctor. And the, it varies by state, but in New York, you can come to physical therapy for 10 visits without a referral from a doctor within a month. Yeah. That's really great and to not, know, actually. Not yeah. a lot of people know that. Mm -hmm. No, I, I, that's the first I heard. Now, do most insurances cover or you know, how do you go about dealing with that? Yeah, it depends on your insurance. Some are better than others. Right. Um, but we have a, like each their physical therapy company should have a great billing department that, that can go over your benefits with you, but we accept 
almost all insurances. There's a couple that we don't accept, but all the major ones we 100% do. What about Medicare? Yeah, we we see we see a lot of Medicare patients. I think that's that's definitely part of our uh, our patient population, especially in in Hartsdale where I work. Zach, I know you're a big sports fan. You basketball fan. You've been to uh, a lot of games recently now that the Knicks are back at the Garden. And uh, I wanted to ask you watching like football on Sundays and you see a guy get clipped, a Saquon Barkley uh, go down. Mm-hmm. Are you basically diagnosing from watching on TV or in person? Oh, without... yeah. Yeah. I try for sure. I try. <laughs> I know my uh, my buddies text me right away. Oh, what did Saquon do for my fantasy football team? Do I need to pick up a running back? What do you think? Right. <laughs> Is he going to be out for a while? Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it depends if I'm playing in the next week. I'll tell them what I think they what I think. They <laughs> yeah. Chris, you want to do a lightning round? I think it's uh, yeah. We may as well have a little bit of fun with okay. Zach. He's been, he's, been, he's been a great guest. Do you want to start this right? Sure. Uh, so the way the lightning round works is there's no wrong answers. If you can answer more than a one word answer, that would be great. Only because we then need to find our place on the list of where we're going next. <laughs> yeah. So I will start. Um, just randomly, and it's almost not fair to ask this to a physical therapist, stairs or escalator, <laughs> which would you choose? Oh, stairs for sure. I don't remember the last time I've taken an, taken an escalator. Oh. Show off. <laughs> it's good for you. Yeah. Well, you know, and another, another thing that we take for granted, though, and one is more physical than the other, uh, automatic or stick for driving? Automatic. Never have driven a stick. I kind of wish I could, though. Me too, but I've never had I uh, yeah, it seems cooler, but I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it seems more physical, though. Everybody that dri- I know that's drive- driven a stick, they said how they were taught is either their dad or mom drove them to a hill, put them on a hill, and said, yeah. "All right, figure it out." <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> that's it. Figure it out. That's it, man. I remember learning how to drive a stick, taking the car out of the showroom in Rochester, New York. Sorry. I'd never driven a stick before, and luckily. Don't drive a stick anymore, especially in New York City. Because we're uh, approaching Veterans Day, I wanted to ask you, Star Spangled Banner or God Bless America? Which would you prefer to hear? Probably God Bless America. I'm a big Yankee fan. Love God Bless America in the seventh inning. Irish tenor <laughs> back in the day. I, I still can remember that. Oh, uh, How about your favorite meal? What's your favorite? Oh, so I'm Italian, so... I'm I'm all about uh, some nice sauce on a Sunday mm-hmm. with some sausage and meatballs, a little rigatoni. Ah, uh, see, you said sauce, and I agree. Not gravy. I'm no, Italian, not but gravy. I had Italians say gravy. I don't get this gravy nonsense. No, I'm Napolitan. Naples. <laughs> Napolitan. Once yeah, again, I am out. I am outnumbered again. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Beatles or Rolling Stones? Oh, Beatles. <laughs> Grew up on the Beatles. Really? Yeah. Yep. My parents grew Listen, I know every Beatles song. Do you? Oh, yeah. I got quizzed in the car all the time when really? I was a kid. <laughs> oh, that's oh, who sings this song? So I could, I could tell you in a second. All classic rock. So what was the first car you ever owned? We're talking about cars a little bit. Oh, first car I ever owned was a uh, Nissan Altima. But what I learned to drive on was a uh, green minivan. Mm-hmm. Wow! a nice dodge caravan actually when i took my driver's test i had just had my acl surgery a week ago so 
on my parallel park, I hit the curb three times, but I was in a huge brace. So I feel like the guy felt bad for me. So I passed. Three of one. All right. That's cool. Thank you so much for uh, for playing lightning round with us and visiting with us for a little while. Any questions about middle age that we can educate you on? No, don't be in a hurry, Zach. Yeah. What am I looking forward to? You know what? It's good. It really is good. Your 30s are good. Your 40s are better. Your 50s are great. Your 60s, yeah. All right. Well, you're, you're new into that as I am. Yeah. So. The jury's out on the 60s right now. But, uh, yeah. 30s have been good so far. So we'll yeah. keep it there. Good yeah, luck with, uh, with what you're doing. And it's great work. And we're all going to need it at some point in time. So you're going to be busy, Zach. Remember, that's for a long time. For sure. You guys will always keep me busy. Those middle, yep. you middle-aged guys will always keep me busy <laughs> in my clinic. You know, because we try to do stupid things athletically on the weekends when we sit <laughs> at a desk all week. And that's that's how it happens. Yeah. I remember Very those true. days going to bed and waking up on Monday morning and thinking, ah, oh, man, I shouldn't have dived for that ground ball on Saturday yeah. <laughs> or, or two Saturdays ago. Yeah. Zach, thanks so much. We appreciate your time, bud. Yes, no problem. Zach, thanks really. for having me on. So, you know what? Physical therapy has become a, a regular part of my life. And uh, I'm glad that we had a chance to talk with Zach because he's a really interesting, nice guy and just uh, an Ithaca College graduate where That's I went. right. My alma mater, right? <laughs> uh, but, yeah. you know, the thing, the thing about PT, it seems, you know, and you and I have talked about this, you know, you've been dealing with it for quite some time now. It really is a commitment that you yeah. have to make. Because you can't, you really can't do it half-assed. You sort of, you can't go. Oh, maybe I'll go for a week, and then I won't go for four weeks. So that you know, it's it's a commitment to make it really work, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a relationship. It really is, mm -hmm. yep. and you do have to basically carve out the time and make that commitment. And that's a good word because that's really what it takes. Like anything else, you know, mm -hmm. if you're training for a marathon, if you're studying for the bar exam, you have to commit the time. Yeah, we live we live in a day and age of, you know, hurry up, let's get this done, let's exactly. get this fixed, next, yeah. next, next kind of a thing. But I have to say also with Zach, you know, to put it in perspective in my head sometimes, he's a young man. He literally, I think he was actually a little bit younger than my son. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking uh, oh, he's God. taking care of all these people, and uh, but he's a very mature soul. He really is. Uh, as he had said earlier off air, he's a middle-aged warrior soul. He's not quite there yet by number. But, <laughs> and but, as I said, joking around, that's that's growing up in central New York. Yeah. That'll make you older quick. That, that'll do it in a hurry. But, but uh, again, uh, good information to have. Those out there suffering in some kind of uh, discomfort and pain should you know, look into it. If you're in the neighborhood, in the Hartsdale area, of course, what's the name of the uh, the clinic? It's called Professional PT. Professional PT in Hartsdale, yeah, New York. Hartsdale, and I know they're in Eastchester, and uh, it's it's a really a nice nicely run business, and they they do a good job. Well, I was happy to have him on the show, and again, he he really gave us some pretty good information, things to think about as well moving forward. Well, but get uh, out there yep. and walk. Just yeah, move. Mm -hmm. That's it. Just yeah. move. You had pointed that out. Just, just you know, starting your day by moving around, keep moving, keep moving. And I, and I do find that there are sometimes when I'll start a walk and I'll feel like, oh, I'll hear a click in my knee or I'll feel something weird. But once I get going and I'm a mile or two in, suddenly that's gone and your body sort of warms up. It's like a, I guess it's like an old car, you know, <laughs> it starts cold. Yes, we it are. It doesn't seem to run right. But then you get it on the road for a while and the tires warm up and they feel better. I don't know. 
Anyway, on that note, uh, I'm out of gas, so to speak. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say sunshine always. Stay safe, stay smart out there. He's Chris Tamino. I'm Rick Summer. It's be good, feel good. Thanks for joining us, Middle Age Warriors, on the Believe Podcast Network, and we'll talk to you again soon. And thanks again, our sponsor, Bet Online. Hey, thanks for joining us again on Middle Age Warriors here on the Believe Podcast Network. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. Five stars would be really, really nice. Not that I'm trying to influence you or anything. Also, you can find us on Google Podcast, Stitcher, and Spotify. Middle-aged warriors, your mileage may vary. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.